Is there anything creepier than German dead children? <laughs> um, maybe um, angry moo. <laughs> creepy, pretty creepy, creepy too. Creepy angry moms. <laughs> Welcome to episode 11. We are now halfway through <gasps> the season. This is it. Uh, gingerbread is our... This isn't like a mid... Was the last episode like a mid-season finale or is this episode... I don't know. It's hard to say because there's been a lot of really massive dramatic things. Mm-hmm. You'll have to see. Okay, I'll have to see what happens. Last episode felt like a really big, yeah, like huge plot yes. stuff, big emotional stakes for everyone. This one's a little bit, I wouldn't say it's lighter, but it's not as sort of plot focused. It's sort of a, you know, its own encapsulated mm-hmm. epi- episode. Well, it's a demon who perishes, comes and goes in the same episode. Exactly. So there yeah. isn't a, the problem doesn't continue mm-hmm. on. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. You only have season one and season two as structures to base your Ideas about how they structure seasons. Sure, 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 sure. So. So maybe there is no mid-season finale. I don't know. Yeah. It depends. But you're right. Amends is huge. It is huge. Uh, But loved this episode. I didn't know the title until we just <laughs> sat down to watch it. And I guessed before we watched it that it was going to be a Hansel and Gretel tale. I was right. <laughs> I know. It took you three seconds. It takes the characters a little bit longer in this. <laughs> but they don't know the episode is called Gingerbread. No, they don't know the title of their lives is Gingerbread. <laughs> okay, what's the sitch, Marmar? Tell us what's happening. Okay, let's go through Joyce and Buffy on patrol. <laughs> okay, this was so funny and cute. Buffy's out on patrol like usual, and Joyce shows up with a, a big thermos and a paper bag <laughs> with some snacks uh, to be like, oh, honey, I'm going to support you. In the middle of the night. It's so cute. I know. It's a nice gesture. Yeah. It really I want to understand it. Yeah. She says. Very ironic. <laughs> Very. Given the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. Which but, I really like. Yes, Absolutely. But we know, like, she had such good intentions, and then... Yeah. and then she was manipulated and, and, and hypnotized and haunted and uh, put under a spell. Yes. Like, Sunnydale... Adults in Sunnydale are so often put under spells, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. It's very cute. And a vampire comes out, and Buffy's attacking him, and Joyce is like, Go, honey! Yeah. Kill him! <laughs> So cute, like like a cheer team or a sports game. Oh, it's so cute. I know. I love this. I know. I love more of Joyce this season. It's nice to have her like woven into the. It was a big beef last season. I had is that Joyce was such a dumbass. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. So it's just so nice to have her around, and it's just another funny 
a stone to throw in the mix. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And another thing for Buffy to contend with. Yeah. She's, like, trying to, like, take care of her mom and fucking fight the vampire. <laughs> trying to do it all. I know. <laughs> I love that Joyce comes to the graveyard in her business casual, I know. too. <laughs> we'll talk about some of her outfits. She recognizes the vampire. Oh, what? Mr. Is- Sanderson from the bank. The- <laughs> She's oh, like, oh, no. no. <laughs> The vampire is someone I know. Yeah. I mean, someone who I used to know. <laughs> I know. And so Buffy goes off to slay Mr. Sanderson, mm-hmm. and then Joyce wanders over to the playground mm-hmm. and see, and finds these dead children. Yes. Pretty freaky, pretty traumatic to find some dead children. Very. Mm-hmm. Very, very. So I don't think we've had dead children in the no. show. We had that um, Der Kinderstad mm-hmm. uh, episode. With children's, but they weren't dead. They were just kind of in and around. They weren't dead. And we've had children die sort of off frame. Mm. Like we've had Buffy's cousin die from Der Kinderstadt Mm. in a memory. Yes, yes. But we don't have, uh, we don't have dead bodies on the twirly wig. We don't have that. (laughs) This is the same spot where... Drusilla is wandering around. Did you recognize this place? Yes, I did. Yeah. Where she's wandering around in the dead of night at 7 p.m. Yeah. To try and find a little the little boy to And that little boy was sitting there and yes. Angel comes up and is like, run home. <laughs> and she's like, What the fuck? My, yeah. uh, my my toy. Yeah. Uh yeah, I did recognize it. Uh playgrounds are creepy at night oh god are they ever yes so cool to to return dead children also creepy at night also (laughs) creepy yeah and so these dead children are like splayed out and they've got this um symbol this deathly hallows on their hands (laughs) this triangle with a mustache yeah please (laughs) it's deathly hallows before deathly hallows uh so yeah them and joyce is uh, upset by this yes yeah Yes. As you would. As yeah. you would be. Uh, and right now her level of upsetness makes a lot of sense. It's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, upset. She's having bad dreams about it. Um, so this is interesting. The, the next scene is, like, all these um, police uh, peoples mm-hmm. have come and are, like, taping off. And usually we don't really have men- many investigations into murders. Yeah. So this is Buffy finding the bodies of children. Mm-hmm. Who, yeah, we have to, they have to go through the proper channels. Yeah. And the police actually have to do something, mm-hmm. do their works, mm-hmm. I guess. There was a lot of police activity in this episode. Yeah. We, let's talk about that later. <laughs> so um, Buffy's upset about this because her mom is upset. Like, yeah. she's sort of, you know taking it to heart. She goes to see Giles and it's like, we have to find the people who did this or the demon or whoever who did this. Giles is like, hoo, hoo, ha, hoo. Uh, he's like, of course we will. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like we always do. Yeah. But uh, he's like, you're you're a bit too involved. Usually Buffy's like, ah, you know, it's business. It's her work. Mm-hmm. She doesn't take it so personally. She's very angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Uh, I think they determine, because of this symbol that Buffy saw, that this was the work of humans. Possibly. Possibly. Yes. Giles floats. And Buffy's pissed about that. Yeah. Because, and then she mentions, like, is is there any loophole in the Slayer not killing people's yeah. whistles? Yeah. <laughs> so, inter- I mean, we sort of knew this, but this is quite explicit to, like, Slayers can't kill people with souls. Yeah. She... <laughs> 
I always bring it back to Ted. She <laughs> killed Ted when we didn't know he was a robot. <laughs> I know. We thought he was a legit human. I know. And we talked about this. I know. <laughs> Where does her power end? Yeah. So then she's like, they're going to find the um, the cult yes. or whatever who did this, the, the coven. So next scene, we have Xander and Oz at lunch. It's like the lunchtime. Yeah. And this is kind of like awkward times because they haven't really interacted since the whole uh, kissing, breaky uppy, get back together thing. Yep. <laughs> Xander's being funny man this episode. He's just cavorting around like joke, joke, joke. You know, he's being third wheel. Yeah. I know it's sad. Uh it's it's sad for him. He's back to third wheeling about, and <laughs> yeah. uh, he's charming me. Uh, Have we already had the um, close up on Willow, Amy? Oh, um, that is, is that coming up? It's coming up. It's coming up. Yes. Okay. So, Amy, be, because we're reintroduced to Amy, Amy first at, this at lunch, scene. you're okay, like, okay. oh, they're eating lunch with Amy like they do all the time. They're just like, oh, hi, Amy. <laughs> Nice, nice hair. Haircut. Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as they like had her, I was like, oh, something witchy. She's in the episode. You know, like they they don't have lunch with her every day. No, Amy's a witch. Yeah. <laughs> and we know this because she's been in two episodes before. That have all involved witchy spell witch magic. Witch. Yeah. Witch, so witch. Yeah. Amy around, there's going to be some witch shit. Yeah. So they introduce her first. Yep. Uh and then Joyce shows up. Oh, yeah. Embarrassing. Oh, yeah. To have your mom come to school. I know. Especially when your mom, especially a mom on a, like, a tirade. Yeah. Oh, no. She's like, I just couldn't sleep last night. You're like, Mom, get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so embarrassing. You yeah. can't just come to school. Especially when you're on, like, a mission. Yeah. Like, don't say anything about anything when you're here. When I'm in here. grade 12, like, these are, like, adult children. Like, it's there's a few times they really treat them like children in this episode. I'm like, no, these are like adult. Like yeah. they're mere months away from. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's a fine line yes. <laughs> that parents have to walk. And then Joyce is like, I know you kids think witchcraft is cool, <laughs> but it's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So this is where she's started to um, get this idea to. Kind of target witch witches in yes. the occult. Yes. Probably from the demons, but we don't know at this point. We just think she's trying to uh, solve the issue. She's so upset about these dead children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She thinks it's interesting. She, she thinks she says the occult is dangerous. I've heard I heard I've heard you dabble. Mm. She says that to Willow. Yeah. Buffy has said you dabble. Mm. She says that before Buffy even says Giles thinks this could be. Mm. A ritual murder. Uh huh. So it's planted in there. Yes. Mm, so the the poison that these little dead deados, Hansel and Gretel McDead, are feeding Joyce has begun. Yes. Already. Yes. From the moment she found them, yeah. presumably. Yeah. 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 And so she's like, I'm gonna, I'm organizing this vigil. Even the mayor is gonna be there. Oh, the mayor, I have to bring him in yeah. city hall. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and oh, so it's not. We don't aren't revealed to the goth cult yet. We actually have uh, the whole mayor speech before Great. that. Okay. So um, we have the vigil. 
at City Hall. And this is when I wrote, Willow's mom? We've never met her. Sheila. Sheila. Uh, Very great performance by this actress. Hope she comes back. Nice to have some Willow backstory. Interesting to hear, though, that Willow's mother is not really engaged in her life either. Yeah. These are working moms. Totally. And honestly, love some of the some of the stuff Sheila throws down <laughs> in this episode. What is is she a professor? She's a psychologist. Oh, psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Love these working moms. Yeah. Love a psychologist. But um she I wrote doesn't give a fuck about Willow. No. Sad. <laughs> Poor Willow. I know, but Willow's very aware. Totally. She's like, oh, hi, mom. Yeah. I, I, I got a haircut. At least August. your mom is taking an interest in your extracurricular activities or even your curricular activities. <laughs> and this is when Giles and Joyce see each other for the first time since they made out on a cop car. <laughs> At the vigil. Yes. They're like, oh, oh, hi. <laughs> oh, awkward. You're talking about us? <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. Giles makes that little stammer. Yeah. What are you talking about us? Us? There's, who's talking about us? I mean, what? Yeah. I love it. It's so awkward. I know. They've got great chemistry. They do? I mean, I wouldn't be mad if they made out again. So the mayor gives his speech. Yes. Never again. Yes. Very uh, presidential. Very politician. Absolutely. And then Joyce comes up to speak because she organized the event. And I actually kind of loved her speech. Mr. Mayor... You're dead wrong. This is not a good town. How many of us have have lost someone who who just disappeared? Or or got skinned? Or suffered neck rupture? And how many of us have been too afraid to speak out? I I was supposed to lead us in, in a moment of silence, but silence is this town's disease. For too long, we've been plagued by unnatural evils. This isn't our town anymore. It belongs to the monsters and and the witches and the slayers. I say it's time for the grown-ups to take Sunnydale back. I say we start by finding the people who did this and making them pay. I was like, yeah, like, yeah, nobody really cares like that all these people are dying very horrifically quite yeah. often. But at, at this point, still didn't know it was demonology because I just thought, you know, Joyce knows a bit more. She's her. The veil has been lifted because she knows her daughter, the Slayer, etc. How did you feel about her exposing her daughter as well, not really her daughter as a slayer, but when she says the town doesn't belong to us, it belongs to the witches and the monsters and the slayers. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about her saying that? Well, at the time I was like, oh, she's, it's like good intentioned. Uh, she didn't call out Buffy by name. And I was like, does anyone even know what the fuck a slayer is? Like, so I kind of, I was like, you know, I saw the shock in. You know, the gang's faces, they were like, can't believe this is being, we're being outed. But I sort of was like, oh, I don't know if they're really being outed or if anyone really pays attention. So I kind of was like, I'll just give Joyce a pass for that. She's sort of trying to do her best work right now, (laughs) is what I thought. (laughs) 
So were you? I hate it. You hate it. I think it's a huge breach of trust. Mm. I think uh, the clandestine nature of Buffy's job helps keep her safe. The way that this episode devolves makes a lot of sense about how people feel righteous in their outrage and in their grief. I think it's a very, very, uh, like, powerful telling of that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think Joyce isn't careful and puts Buffy in huge danger Mm -hmm. by saying the word slayer. Interesting. I do. Okay. And witches, it's because she says it alongside with monsters, witches, and slayers, as though they are somehow evil like doing evil Hmm. yeah uh but yeah do i do i know what like do i know that joyce is under the thumb of the children yet not really not really at all so i i also understand this to be like a very possibly very human normal big mistake yeah it's kind of what i thought at the time because it didn't seem too outlandish any of this yet right Yeah. yeah Just seemed like she was trying to work through her and calling thing. out the truth. Mm-hmm. Sure, which I appreciated. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about sort of changing systemic violence, if you will, <laughs> maybe <laughs> later. <laughs> but when she followed, bewildered. So the, after this speech is when it is revealed. This makes sense that Amy, Michael, mm-hmm. and Willow are. Uh, have the symbol in them. They're in this their little coven doing some witchy shit. Yeah. So shocking. Very. Because we think it's some evil people, but it's yeah. people we know. Yeah. People we know not to be evil. Yeah. Amy sort of walks a fine line maybe. Yeah. Um, but Willa, we know not to be an evil person. No. So we're, it's shocking. Yeah. But I was like, no, it can't be. Willow's not evil. She didn't do this. And Amy may Amy may have we may question Amy's judgment, but we we don't think Amy would kill children. No, no. So, yeah. 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 So, it's confusing. I'm like, "Oh, this can't be what they think." <gasps> what a twist. Twist. Yes. And so then the next day everything is ramping up like yeah. at school all these bullies are um yeah. bullying the witches, the witchy gothy people. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, this is also just a metaphor for people bullying anyone who's different, anyone who looks But the reason is because they think they killed these children. Mm-hmm. And, and who put the target on their back? Joyce. Joyce, yeah, totally. And we find out later that she has incited all of this hatred, all of this bigotry, if you will. But, you know... Gothy looking people. I just, I went to an art school. Every person looked like Michael at my school. Every person was a weird fucking goth um, at my school. And um, I know at a lot of schools, people who look alternative or gothy are bullied because, you know, Mm -hmm. they're assumed to be different. Mm -hmm. They they are maybe Mm -hmm. trying to be different. Uh, Assumed to be, I don't know. Uh, gay, uh, maybe we shall say, like, uh, we maybe we'll talk about it in Bewitch, Bothered, and Bewildered, but targeting for homophobic, mm-hmm. um, homophobia. So it's just interesting, like, it's about 
them being witches, but it's also about them being different. Being and it's about him wearing makeup. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they even say your eyeliner, your, yep. your painted nails, yep. you know, all that kind of thing. So even Cordy is in on it, but it's because she's back to Queen Bully. Yeah. She allows it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't participate in, in it, but she's complacent. Yeah. She allows it and, and says, if you do that, if you dress like them and if you do like them, you deserve... Yeah, you're a freak. Yeah, and you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's interesting. So who is this spell working on? Because it doesn't work on Cordy because at the end she helps save everyone. It's working on the adults. Okay. But they're sort of like inciting these bullies who maybe the spell hasn't worked on these bullies, but they're sort of influenced. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, my understanding of the spell is that it's Joyce. Anyone mm. who has contact with Joyce. I oh, think that's the point of her saying, I phoned everyone I know. Uh, and they phoned their friends. Cool. And I also think that it's up to you to decide whether or not people are doing this because they're under magic or because they believe they're right. Mm-hmm. That's the quest. I mean, we know Joyce gets wrapped up in magic, in bad magic. But... I don't believe that's the case for all the people who were willing to burn young women. I don't think so. Cool. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. That's cool. So Snyder is like overseeing his his police search. It's like Christmas Day. Yeah. This is a glorious day for principals everywhere. God, he sounds like such an idiot. It's so funny, though. I love him. He's a little twerp. What a great uh, performance. I know. He's perfect. He's just evil, but he's completely human and stupid. And so little. Yeah. Like, it's just so perfect. <laughs> and so there is a complete satanic panic happening. Yes. That's what it is. Um, and this is amazing. This has happened like a zillion times in history. Uh, when Dungeons and Dragons first came out in like the 80s, uh, people freaked out because they thought it was people were worshiping Satan because when you play D&D, you sort of like have demons and shit in it. But like, (laughs) it's so silly uh, to think that will make you evil. (laughs) Uh, But it's just the satanic panic just uh, goes around. It is like a little disease. Uh, You catch it and it's so scary. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, and these uh, murdered children, these murdered children, they were murdered and there is no behavior... Uh, that is too much. There is no behavior that we will not do to get justice. Justice at any cost. Yeah. At any cost. Very, very interesting ideological questions. Yes. That we could apply to things happening today. All kinds of things. Yeah. Very pertinent. Yes, absolutely. And so they're they're searching the lockers, all these cops um they're breaking everyone's locks open they're searching lockers for witch witchy shit yep. and uh taking all of Giles books out yep. of the library and this is uh evidence to them they find shit in Amy's locker they yep. find shit in Willow's locker um they take all of Giles like satanic books <laughs> yes and then they kind of like arrest them or they take Willow to the principal's office or yes. they're in trouble. Yes. For having witch shit in there. Principal calls home to tell Sheila mm. uh, about 
what happened. And right now the job of disciplining the children is being given to the parents, Mm. which will later shift again. And then they find out, uh, Buffy finds out from Snyder that her mom has created Moo. I know. (laughs) So there's this uh, standoff between Snyder and Giles. Mm -hmm. Pretty great. Yes. Because Snyder feels like he's getting revenge. He won, yes. And he has. After his slight, yep. Yeah. Because he's got the cops on his side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Giles is completely powerless to... He says, what does he say? Take your marauders with you. Yes, marauders. <laughs> it sucks. Giles without his books is uh, less I good. <laughs> I know, much less. Because he, he has his library. It's his power. Yeah. And without it, he's he's not as good. Although yeah. he, he pulls it out anyway. Yeah, he remembers his German school. Yeah. <laughs> his Hansel and Gretel. He has a lot in that brain. Yeah. That's why he's always like drifting off like, who knows? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Into his mind palace. I know. So Willow's mom uh, finds has all the witch <laughs> shit. She's going through it. She's like, honey, hmm, like going her sticks of sage. I know. Like that. So cute. Willow's like, this is the only thing I've ever done bad yeah. like, in my life. <laughs> and Willow's mom is um, diagnosing her. Oh, yes. And I didn't know she was a shrink at this point. So she's yeah. like, yeah, she's doing the diagnose thing where this behavior makes sense. You are acting out. This is totally reasonable within your age group. She's not like connecting with her child at all. Yes. Well, so, I was like, I'm not an age group. I'm a willow. Yeah, she's like WebMDing yeah. her instead of, God, like having a regular personal conversation yeah. with her child. Sad. And Willow's like, I am, I am a rebel. Yeah. I worship Beelzebub. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm dating a musician. Oh, Willow. (laughs) That's what she hears. So funny. That's her greatest judgment. So cute. I know. Uh, So she, she grounds Willow, Mm -hmm. which grounding is going to your room. Yeah. And you're not allowed on the computer. And on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Were you ever grounded? Never. Good luck grounding me. <laughs> no, never. I think you, I think uh, that, uh, I don't, A, I don't think it would have worked. Mm-hmm. Bless, bless my mother, but it never would have worked. Um, And it wasn't, uh, also, I didn't have anyone at home to like oversee whether or not the grounding stuck. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you kind of need to have, um, yeah. I think grounding is for people with two parents. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it works yeah. with a single parent the threat of it maybe can work for some kids certainly didn't work on me so willow has to stay in her room have no computer have no phone no whatever yeah and then joyce is uh talking to buffy because Mm -hmm. buffy you know is also in trouble for hanging out with willow yeah um so they're trying to separate the gang they're like you know Joyce is out of control. Yeah, she she's converted her house into like an office for Moo. Like yes, headquarters. <laughs> yeah, it's like intense. Yeah. Um, although it's interesting. So what she says next is this little speech about like you're just reactionary, Buffy. Mm-hmm. You go out and fight evil, but you don't actually fix the problem. Mm-hmm. It's fruitless what you do. So mm-hmm. it's very harsh. 
But I also honestly did think there is a grain of truth in this. Mom, I hate that these people scared you so much. And I, I know that you're just trying to help, but you have to let me handle this. It's what I do. But is it really? I mean, you patrol, you slay, evil pops up, you undo it, and that's great. But is Sunnydale getting any better? Are they running out of vampires? I don't think that you run out of- It's not your fault. You don't have a plan. You just react to things. It's bound to be kind of fruitless. Okay, maybe I don't have a plan. Lord knows I don't have lapel buttons. Buffy. And maybe next time that the world is getting sucked into hell, I won't be able to stop it because the anti-hell sucking book isn't on the approved reading list. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put down... Yeah, well, you did. Doesn't matter. I have to go. I have to go on one of my pointless patrols and react to some vampires. If that's all right with Moo. This wasn't not the time nor the place to be talking about like systemic change, but I do think it's true, like that Buffy is reactionary. It's not her fault, but like, how does one change the system? Like, I'm not sure that's Buffy's job. No, I'm not sure, but it's just I think it's a good question to yeah. ask the show and to ask like us as the viewers, like, yeah. what is the bigger picture here? What is it to? You can't stop evil, but, like, how how do we, I don't know, change this? Like, ch- get less people murdered before they're murdered? I don't know. I don't know either. I think it's a good question to ask. I think what you see in the Scooby Gang and Crime Club is a real discerning group of people weighing and identifying the specific details of every single thing that comes to them. Mm-hmm. I think that is the way you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Blanket, like what Moo ends up doing, is massive blanket rules that don't have to do with any specific case. Mm-hmm. And you see this when you eventually realize that they don't even know the names of these children. Mm-hmm. So their uh, rage and outrage is righteous and uh, misguided. Mm-hmm. does a whole bunch of damage. But but yeah, like how does how does a vampire slayer engage with the system? She doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't. She's clandestine at this time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I think Joyce is so as the perfect person to lead this uh uh campaign, if you <laughs> call it that. <laughs> because her daughter is a part of this group of outsiders. Yes. So it makes the question you're asking more legitimate mm-hmm. than, for, for example, someone who has no connection. Yeah. So at this point, yeah, at this point, and that's why this conversation really gets to Buffy. And then she goes and talks to Angel. Yeah. Yeah. Because she sees it as being a legit, you know, question that deserves to be examined. And I, I do think it's a legit question. Obviously, under this is under <laughs> demonic circumstances, but I do, I think it's a great question to ask the show. <clears throat> and um, this is when we're confirmed that uh, Joyce is under the spell because dead children are like, keep on going, Joyce. Mm. <laughs> I know Buffy storms out and Joyce is like, I just 
want to do a good job or something. And then mm-hmm. she passes and the frame changes to reveal these children, which makes me believe that they've been there the whole time. Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That Joyce could see them. Yeah. And we couldn't. She's babysitting these little demons all day, every We're day. We're whispering like, mommy. So the nightmares that Joyce was having, yeah. nightmares or actual dead Dead Hansel, dead Grottle. And so Buffy goes and, as you say, Angel shows up. Yeah. Angel! Ooh, and, okay, we don't know the status of their relationship, but they're like, oh, oh touchy. They just confess and... their love to, to I know. each other. So, so, so they're back together? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's funny. I was like, oh, they're, oh, they're oh, yeah. hugging touchy, touchy. and touchy. Ooh. Yeah. And then Angel, so Buffy asks the question she's grappling, and yeah. Angel's like, you know, you taught me it's important to keep fighting. He basically does Sam's speech yeah. from Lord of the Rings, yeah. where he's, where Frodo is like, what what are we doing this all for? And Sam's like, because there's some good in, in this, this world. world. <laughs> yeah. So he's, Angel is saying this, like, yeah. you know, that's what we all come back to, is Sam's speech. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and the alternative is to give up. Yeah. And to do nothing, like how? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing nothing is a lot easier for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels really good. Yep. Because what's the point? Mm-hmm. And um, it can feel fruitless yeah. to use the word yeah. that Joyce did, um, but it's not. No. But it can feel like that, especially when you can't see sort of outside of yourself or outside of the the micro, you know, Definitely. to the macro. And then we get Giles on his computer being like, blast this technology. He calls it a fad. <laughs> you stupid fad. <laughs> I'm calling it a fad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny because we got a taste of this before. I know. Um, it's like it's like Giles's version of yelling at the TV. Yeah. <laughs> or something. It's so funny. It's so cute. He hates technology. So... This is Oz. This is Xander. Willow can't come because she's grounded. Yes. Buffy. And Willow's obviously the techno lady. Techno pagan. Pagan in this in this crew. So yep. they're all all of them have to do the computer without her. Yes. But they manage to connect through the, the World Wide Web to yes. Willow in her room. And uh and then this is when Buffy is like, listen, we don't even know these children's names. Like, what yeah. the fuck is happening here? Yeah. Basically. Which Angel turned her on to. Because mm. Angel was like, yeah, it's kids. They're innocent. Like, the conversation between Angel and Buffy that sparks her into, like, essentially getting her head above the poisonous fumes is when Angel is like, they're kids. They're innocent. It's different. This is a different kind of death. And mm. Buffy's like, people die in Sunnydale all the time. Yeah, why are people so riled up? Yeah, and Mr. Sanderson from the bank had it coming. And Angel's like, it's different because they're kids and they're parents. And Buffy's like, oh, yeah, they're parents. Mm. I don't know any of this information. Yeah, yeah. So who are these children? Yeah. Let us start there. Yeah. So they do some Googling. Yeah. Some ask Jeevesing, yeah. and they find immediately. This is so much harder to find old records than just like Googling. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, I think this is what the internet used to be at first was pictures of newspaper articles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
So uh, they didn't have to get out the microfilm for no, they didn't for these sixteen hundred documents. Uh, so basically, they go back and they find dead kids from every fifty years. Um, these dead children, mm-hmm. and the little boy has a bowl cut in every decade, uh, even oh, in yeah. eighteen ninety nine. Basically, they find out that these children are like these demonic entities that return every 50 years. And they have this discussion about that, like, fairy tales are real. Or some of them. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Giles does a little academic speech about them. Yeah, he has a little thinking around the table. Yeah. And then Oz interprets fairy tales are real. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. (laughs) I love Giles yeah. and his academic speak. But really important how Buffy's like, where do they go to school? What are their names? Who are their parents? Yeah. And everyone is like, huh. oh, I just assumed someone else knew that information. Yeah, I yeah. thought my only job here was to be outraged. Yes. Yes. So this is, I mean, it's the clickbait of the 90s. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Someone died. Oh my God. Oh, this thing happened. I'm so outraged. I don't actually know anything yeah. about it. Yeah. It's totally... It's, it's intoxicating. Yeah, it's so funny because this is a time before our our modern social media frenzy uh, yeah. of how we communicate. Well, this is also straight up like from the books of like, I think there's estimates I've read uh, about, about witch burning, etc. And they think in Europe, at least like 80,000 people were killed. Many of them were women, but not exclusively, of course. Yeah. Uh, and this was a huge reason why. Dead children. So totally. dead children who died of disease or who died somehow. Who are taking care of the children? It's women. Well, they must be witches. witches. They must be evil. They're the people to blame because yeah. they're responsible. Totally. So it's, yeah. like, And this is what they discern. This is exactly what they say. Yeah. Like, yes, everyone goes into the forest and gets the big bad witch and we burn the witch. Yep. Because the children... We're harmed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and so there is going to be this this witch burning. Yeah. So the <laughs> at City Hall. Yeah. <laughs> Indoors. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah. Um, Willow's mom locks her in her room and yes. goes to get the mob. And uh, meanwhile, uh, Joyce is chloroforming. Buffy, the children are like, yes, good. They have the chloroform bottle, like, hey. and the like, the like, uh, bouncers, the moo bouncers, like, yeah. grab Giles and knock him out. I know. Yeah, it's amazing. The muscle. Yeah, yeah. So all these mob mob folks basically get your pitchforks. We're gonna have a good old fashioned witch burning. Yeah. So uh, they round up Willow. They round up Buffy. They round up Amy. And uh, put them uh, in City Hall with all of Giles' books, presumably. Yes. Uh, so at the end of the episode, I don't know. Are all Giles' books fucking burned? <laughs> or does he magically get them back? Well, you'll see. Because these are Giles' books. Take a while, yes. But yeah. <laughs> at their feet, are they not? <laughs> I think it's lots of books, not just Giles. But Okay. But yeah, pro- probably a lot of his books. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, you know, they're like, oh, fuck, how are we going to get out of this? Buffy's passed out. Amy's like, wake up. Um, and, uh, and then we get the scene of Cordy just slapping the shit out of Giles. Very fun. She's come to Buffy to stop the madness, to stop her mom from confiscating her black clothes. <laughs> it's too much. It's far too much. And scented candles. 
<laughs> and uh, finds Giles pass out and just slaps slaps the shit out of him. <laughs> so funny, so good. Mm-hmm. I love Cordy Giles combo is always so good and we've i really miss cordy i know we've all missed her being in the gang she just adds a special flavor yeah she's like hot sauce it's so good and just having her come in to sort of help save the day at the end is just so nice uh and her and giles are just so such a comedic duo in many ways she's a foil to giles yes because Giles can be so cagey and quiet and, and discerning and, and sensitive. And then Cordelia just says exactly what he's thinking. Yeah. She puts words in his mouth all the time. It's very funny. And so it's just a perfect match. It's perfect. So love their little, like, slapsticky, like, comedic duo all through the end. <laughs> so here, from here on, we're sort of, like, on the whirlwind of, yeah. of the rescue train. Yeah. So meanwhile... Xander and Oz are together, and they're on the rescue team, too. They show up. They're like, yes, we're here for the burning. Yeah. (laughs) We want to get on in on the hate. (laughs) And then the guys are like, "Mm." (laughs) what does Oz say? You guys know you're crazy, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have to run away. (laughs) Very fun. Nuts. I think he says nuts. (laughs) Yeah. You know you're nuts, right? Yeah. Oh, Oz, so casual. I know. Uh, so they're they're doing their little little duo. They had to get their kind of chemistry worked out together too. Very yep. fun. They're bonding. Yes. They're rebonding. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then Amy's like, fuck this. Uh, yes. God is Hecate. Work thy will. <laughs> you want a witch? I'll give you a witch. Yeah. <laughs> this is just like in Outlander when Galus is like, I'm a witch. Yeah. Satan, come to me. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's just like it. <laughs> For all like, you Outlander fans out there. And this is a great, this is great. I just love this so much. I just think it's such a good moment because we are. In this episode, not actually talking about Satan. Mm. We're talking about like a more universal witchcraft, mm-hmm. which is great because I just think it's more relatable. Yeah. Because it's it's any anything you believe that is uh, banned information, essentially, mm-hmm. or banned, I don't know. Yeah. Frowned upon knowledge. Sure. Whatever. Power. Which changes throughout history all the time. Yes. So. And blame it on Satan, blame it on whoever. Totally. Mm-hmm. But the satanic panic that you talked about earlier, and then it's just become more universal. Mm, yeah. More universal. We don't mention Satan. We don't mention it really. Uh, Willow makes a joke about worshipping Beelzebub, which is a satan, a, it, you know, a demon in the Bible. But, but it's just bigger than that. And then we get this actual show of power. Yeah. This actual transfiguration mm-hmm. into our Buffy rat. Yes, except it's Amy an Amy rat. rat. <laughs> Very funny. This I know. is like the big show. I know. It's turning into a rat. <laughs> I know. It's so cute. Uh, love this little Amy rat. Runs away. And Willow and Buffy are like, what the fuck? <laughs> Couldn't do us first. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, Cordy is making this potion in the car as they Giles and her drive. It's so funny. I love this scene. And he's muttering his German German uh, words. So, yeah, yeah. Put some wolf spain in there and the toadstone. She's like, ew. Uh, I hate you. I know. It's so cute. I know. And 
Oz and Xander climb through the vents. They're climbing around in the vents, trying to do something. Trying to get them. Very, trying to save them. Very ineffective. Uh, so yeah. they're just like climbing around in there. And uh, then Giles and Cordy show up just in time. Yeah. Cordy sprays them all down, saves the day. And then Giles smashes his potion and it works. Yes, reveals... The big the true demon. Yeah, scary. Quite scary. Yeah. Although this little green screen transformation is funny. Uh, they like little children hug and then turn And then they the... become his like shoulders. Yeah, kind I of? don't know. It's, it's kind of a weird transformation, but I love the demon in the yeah. end. He's quite scary. Yeah, he's really scary. Yeah. So he's like, whoa, keep going. Burn the bad girls. Love this metaphor. Love mm-hmm. this metaphor of, you know, uh, wolf in sheep's clothing. Yes. Using using small children to create an atmosphere that is beneficial to a big evil ogre man. <laughs> well, that's pretty big, relatable. Big yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, he's pretty quickly taken care of when Buffy breaks her, yeah. her big um, stake off and stakes him through the neck. Yeah. <laughs> Easy peasy. Like... Killing that demon wasn't the, I mean, it's very, it's wonderfully satisfying. Yeah. But breaking the spell and really the, really the antagonist is Joyce. Yeah. And revealing, yeah. Yeah. Their actions to themselves. Yeah. Pulling the the wool out from their eyes yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's a witchy thing to say. You're a witch. <laughs> You're a Pulling witch. Pulling the wool out of their eyes. She's a witch. They say I'm a witch. witch. <laughs> Fashion! Fashion, fashion. Okay, off the top in the graveyard, Buffy wears this coat for a lot of the episode. Yes. It's like a dove gray, maybe? Uh, Kind of trench peacoat. Yes. It's like a wool coat. Yeah. Love it. It's long. Yep. Um, kind of mid cafe. Yep. It's cute. We're making Buffy look quite adult. Yes, totally. And this is winter in California. Yeah, We've got our right. winter wear on. That's right. So we ha- we are always in the season. Oh, Tis no the season. We're all so sad and easily, easily, you know, grouchy and ready to burn a, burn a witch. Yeah, this it's is January. January. This is January. Yeah. Um, I mean, an unrecognizable January to me, but uh, <laughs> but it is is their winter garb on yeah. right now, and she's got a glittery brette in yeah. the in the hair, so looking cute. Shiny nails, they're like Ooh. metallic-y when she's hugging Joyce. It's metallic-y nails, love it. Uh, Amy, new hair, just yeah. have to point it out. It's a willow bob, totally, and and middle part dark. She's dyed it like a. A chestnut brown. Really dark. Yeah. Looks a lot like Debbie's Bob, too, from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. This was a popular hair color at the time. Yes. So you were either like blonde or like or like a brown. Dark brown. Yeah. I think. Like I I think I did this out of a box. Yeah. You just uh, wanted to go a little bit gothier. Yeah. Um, because they all look like goths in their little witch coven later. Uh Buffy, when she's at school, has like a like a plum slip slip midi dress, yeah, maybe. Yeah. 
with a pink cardi over top and yep. like boots. So she's in her, this is like winter wear. Yeah. Even though so low cut. Oh, they yeah. can still have all this skin in the in the winter. Yeah, as long as you're wearing your your cashmere cardigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> soft, so good. And Sheila, Sheila, <laughs> Sheila, she's got. God, she just looks so mumsy. I know it's terrible. I know nineties uh, moms just oof. You really I got know. some bad fashion. So at the uh, vigil, <laughs> yeah, she's got like a long beige button-up and then like a kind of sleeveless, shapeless dress over top, buttons. Uh, and then she's got her glasses on like one of those glasses strings. Like I do really <laughs> like a glasses string. I, it's it's now that I didn't know she was a shrink, but now that I know it's very like to take your glasses on and off while yeah. you're in your office, like doing yeah. your therapies. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Yeah. I mean, I don't know exactly what her job is, but it's in the world of shrink. In yes. the world of psychology. Sure. It, it sounded professory to me. Yeah, yeah, I think, well, I think she's academic. Yes, definitely. Like, so it could be, she talks about all these studies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's, uh, I know, she looks like, um, to me, she looks also really dated. Yes. Like, she looks like, I don't know, her fashion is out of date by yeah. like 15, 20 years. And her hair is like... Kind it's so of straight. It's straight and it's sort of shapeless. She had a sort of half pony, I don't know, thing and in it, a clip. Yeah, in a clip. Yeah. Just ugh, it's too bad. She's not she's not even old. Like, you know. I know. <laughs> Come on, Sheila. Shapeless. Uh Buffy's little bunhead hairstyle mm-hmm. is so cute. I know. It's like so I don't actually know. I couldn't tell if it was actually in two ponies or if it was just a pony that she had pulled apart and put in like two buns on her head. I think that's of. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a complicated hairstyle. And then there's like wisps ever so artfully pulled out. Oh this my is God. my favorite hairstyle of the episode. You're going to see this again. I love it. I love That I can head. say. It's not a spoiler. Hair is not a spoiler. No, hair is not a spoiler. <laughs> She never repeats an outfit, barely no. ever, but... Circling back to Sheila, are you surprised that she's not in overalls? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't be a businesswoman in overalls. <laughs> you can't be a 90s businesswoman in overalls. No, it would be hard. Yeah. You have to be a child. <laughs> um, and then when Buffy has her little bun heads on, she's in, like, all khaki. Yes. Green khaki on top. Yeah. It's kind of, like, feminine khaki a little bow i love when like a khaki color is sort of like in a feminine shape i think it's cute yeah and i believe she's got um mustard jeans or corduroys are they cords yeah Yeah. they kind of look like corduroys from afar yeah but i like them yeah me too again with the winter wear corduroy darker colors cashmere we've got i'm surprised there were really no velvets in this uh, episode but yeah winter I think we're also trying to not dress the witches like witches. We're trying to actually make them look quite normal. Contemporary. Quote, unquote. So that there's no talk about body or mm. clothes other than Michael. Other Michael. than Other than the, the boy, the, the man witch. 
who is shamed for wearing makeup. Yeah, so Michael is more traditionally gothy looking than, like, let us say. And he's wearing jewelry. Yeah, and he's got black hair. He's got black nail polish. He's got his black eyeliner. He's wearing black lipstick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he looks great, by the way. Yeah, yeah. But um, obviously different than other people. Even though Oz wears black nail polish and gets away with it, there's, like, the line of what is... Oz is cool, and he's in a band, so he can wear black nail polish. Yeah. Michael is got makeup on, and he's and gets, not in a band. And he gets the shit kicked out of him. He yeah. gets beaten up. Yeah. But we don't see Oz being beaten up at no. the lockers, so it's just interesting where, where the line is. Yes. This arbitrary line. And who decides. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Then at the end of the episode, Willow has got her classic red overalls on. Yes. With pink straps. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about these overalls. They're pretty loud. I think they're cute. <laughs> I think they're cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Little white t-shirt underneath. I think my beat's long sleeve. But it's just her hair is red too. It's a lot. It's loud. I know, but she can't tell her hair color. I know. Well, She's still got to be able to wear red. Yeah. She can wear red, but I don't know. It's, it's just loud. Yeah, I think they're cute. I don't know. I'm a little bit iffy on them. That's personally. Fine. That's fine. And then Buffy, though, has the tooth comb. I know, but, but with the bangs pulled out, yeah, really but cute. not like bang on the forehead, just, just bangs, whisk, just yeah. little baby hair. Oh, yeah, it looks really cute. Buffy's hair is so good in this whole episode. It is. It's perfect. Yeah, and when she has the pink cardi on, it's like just long and blown out. Yeah, this is very Scooby Doo. Yes, for me, totally. Yeah. How do you like Cordy's uh, cardigan with the fur collar? Oh, amazing. When she's slapping Giles. It's so funny because she was like, my mom took all my black clothing, but then is, is was that not black? like Or dark gray? It just, dark I was blue. like, oh, that's a quite dark color you're wearing. Yeah. But also kind of witchy with the fur. Yeah. The faux fur collar. Oh, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So cute. Um, and then Joyce did like, she had a weird shirt on when she's going to burn Buffy. It's like... uh, Also, don't you love that they're doing it in City Hall? But of course, with this mayor, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, come on in. Yeah. Home sweet home. You're going to burn... Oh, are you going to burn? Oh, yeah, I think that's loud. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't really want them around anyway. Yeah. No, uh, Joyce's style is so... Ugh. It's good. It makes me be like, ugh, you're such a villain. Yeah. Because it's like killing these women. Don't even get your hands dirty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, this is just the hand of justice, and I sit in my fucking like suit, my matching set, and yeah. I deal out death. Yes. So I like the outfit says a lot yeah. to me. Yeah. There are things I will. I will. There are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate. We kind of set our pieces throughout on justice. I mean, we've seen this theme throughout all the seasons. And even last episode, you know, redemption amends, if you will. Mm -hmm. Uh, What, how to do it. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing the many, the many ways Mm -hmm. that we can feel justice, feel amends, feel redemption, Mm -hmm. etc. This is not one of the ways. (laughs) Moo. Moo. But we can, oh, we just know it so well. Yeah. We just know this. It's a slippery slope. 
Because being organized is very important. Communicating is very important. Standing up against injustice is very important. All these things are very important. But this feeling of righteous indignation, this feeling of righteous hatred yeah, is very dangerous. And it's hard because there's such a fine line because like, like you say, organizing and I don't know, trying to implement systemic change yeah. is important, yeah. but but to what, to whatever, and yeah. uh, not, you know, ugh, yeah, it's it's so difficult. Mm-hmm. Joyce found those kids. She feels like it's her responsibility, yeah, to see something, say something, do something, mm-hmm. but what? And we are encouraged, especially these days, if we see, I don't know, for example, an act of police brutality. Like, instead of just walking by, maybe maybe we're supposed to do something. Bear witness. Yeah. And it's very difficult, like, mm-hmm. because we don't know what the right thing to do is. Like, in, you know, that's a specific case. But in all these cases, like, it's very hard to know what to do or what your role is mm-hmm. in stopping uh, injustice. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult for us to admit that we value certain lives lives more than others. Mm. I think that's something this episode is also trying to remind us of. Yes. The children. children, Think of the children. Yeah. I mean, and that, if we talk about the satanic panic again, like that was their line. Think of the children. You know, don't corrupt the children. All the stuff about abortion. Mm, Yes. Think of the children. The amount of violence done in the name of children Helpless, helpless children. Can justify anything. Yes. Yeah. But Mr. Sanderson from the bank, well, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, this this uh, this uneven playing field of whose, whose life is more worth saving, I think, is a very important thing to examine, especially in our structural systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Very good. Yeah. Lots to think about. It Just cool. It's, it's great to use this episode as a metaphor as a vehicle for talking about this very deep heavy issue totally to examine our own minds Mm -hmm. and our own prejudice and our all of that quote i gotta go first do it this is one of the best quotes in the whole series (laughs) it's when buffy's confronting willow about the symbol yeah she's like who drew this what is this (laughs) willow says a doodle i do doodle you too you do doodle too I mean, it's a great delivery. How, imagine, uh, imagine seeing that line on a script <laughs> and being an actor. I do a doodle. I do doodle. You do doodle too. Like it's just like but she just makes it. She work. does it. It's so funny. Yeah, it's so cute. I love it. I love. I don't know if this is a direct quote, but I love <laughs> when Willow's mom starts talking about the patriarchal bias of Mister Rogers. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's so funny. I mean, I totally would have written a paper on that myself <laughs> and have been written many papers on similar uh, shit. So. I like that Sheila gets a point at the end of the episode. Honestly, some of her stuff, I'm like, it's legit. Like, why are you making fun of that? It's she, legit. <laughs> she is a fantastic character in this episode. Yeah. 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 Love her. Oh, yeah. And I hate her clothes. <laughs> I know. All the moms. Don't you love it's the moms burning the children? Yes. Don't you love? Yes. I mean, we all want to burn our children sometimes. 
<laughs> right though? Uh-huh. Like these these women burning women? Mm-hmm. Let's leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> Let us uh, and we'll see you next time. On my best friend thinks she's mommy. Arg, gur, gur, arg.